welcome to the Ben Napier Show podcast. Thank you for listening. I am Ben, and I'm a guy that just likes talking about sports, mainly football, though. We are broadcasting from just outside of Boston. Today, we will be discussing all of the picks from all of the teams and giving draft grades based off of the that. All right, Ben. As Ben's dad, I'm also his guest host today. What we're going to be talking about a little bit before we get started, though, is how Ben did in round one. So, looking at the 32 picks from round one, how did Ben do? Well, by how position... How did I do? By position, you got 11. So, 11 of the 32, smidge over 33%. So you Look nailed at me that. Go. You nailed that. Now, of the 11, three you got perfect with regards to the player and the pick number itself. Look at me go. Okay, now let's jump in. The other, actually, there's one more thing I wanted to rec- to, to make people to take note of. What? Have people take note of is Ben suggested or thought there would be 14 defensive players picked and 18 offensive players picked in the first round. However, the NFL thought there'd be 16 defensive players and 16 offensive players. So pretty close. You missed it by two. But overall, darn it! I'd say you pretty much nailed it. Okay. All right, now let's talk about the teams. So first, I'm going to start with the Arizona Cardinals. And overall, I think they had an okay draft. I mean, overall, it was good. I think their standout pick is Trey McBride out of Colorado State. He was the best tight end. And since the first round, basically just had a run on wide receivers and defensive backs. Uh, he was available at that time. Overall, I'd say I'd give Arizona B. All right. On to Atlanta. I'd say, I'd say they did really good, and their standout pick would be Desmond Ritter, who right after the draft, for some reason, decided to say that he's going to bring a Super Bowl to Atlanta. Um, last time that happened. Somebody tried to do that, and it did not end well. Uh, but point lead. Yeah, but Desmond Ritter is a lot younger than Tom Brady, so hopefully by the time that Desmond Ritter even gets in the playoffs, Tom Brady will be retired. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl when Desmond Ritter wasn't even born. Probably. But, um, yeah, I think the standout pick is Desmond Ritter because nobody thought that the QBs would go that late at all, like bes- besides... Malik Willis, who was hyped up to go in the first round, but that didn't end up happening. We will get to that later. Um, but Atlanta passed on Willis, correct? Yes, and actually recently they gave the reasoning on why they did that. Why? why? They passed on Malik Willis because they thought he lacked the quote-unquote big moments in college. Well, yeah, Malik Willis did go to a small school in Liberty, but like, where was Desmond Ritter's big moments? completely folded like a lawn chair in front of Nick Saban's team that by the time they played the Bulldogs was mainly freshmen. No. That Bulldog defense had quite a number of people yeah. drafted. Yeah, I know. But I what I'm they saying... they were mainly freshmen. No, I'm not saying... I'm saying that the Alabama team, like, because they, were, they had a lot of injuries. Oh. They had a lot of freshmen in the... Georgia Bulldog game, but what I'm saying is Desmond Ritter played terribly in the Alabama game despite them rotating a ton of players in because 
Alabama absolutely killed Cincinnati. Got it. I feel like it was one of those things where it was like, no matter who got into that fourth seed, they were going to get destroyed by Alabama. And that team just happened to be Cincinnati because they had a really good year. But yeah, Desmond Ritter flopped in the playoffs. Just like kind of how Kyler Murray did, you know? Yeah. O-line didn't play well, went against a very good D-line, and just kind of wasn't ready for the moment. So I was surprised when they used the wording, like, didn't have those big moments. On to Baltimore, who overall actually... Draft grade, real quick. Uh, well, draft grade for... Atlanta. Atlanta, I'd give I'd give a B plus. Okay. Baltimore, um, I said it in the last episode, a bit of a head-scratcher not going wide out, but... Them stacking the O-line and the defense seems like they just want to play, you know, rugged football. And throw in the middle. Throw in the middle, rugged football, just Tight absolutely ends. stomp everybody. And, you know, and I believe in John Harbaugh as a coach. He's good, he's proven, and he can do that. He's got a track record of good defense. Yeah, so I give um, Baltimore an A. Buffalo... And I saw Dan Orlovsky today, who has a ton of hot takes, like how Iguodala should take a... He trusts Iguodala more with the game when he shot than Steph Curry, but that's beside the point. The point <laughs> is that Buffalo... He had a take about Buffalo today, that the, that they are the most complete football team in the NFL, and I agree. I don't think they have any glaring holes on their roster at all. Um, They had the number one defense in football last year, and I don't expect that to falter too much. They grabbed another shutdown corner in Elam from Florida. I am not going to try to say that first name because I'm going to butcher it. Um, Who is a shutdown corner? Fun story about him is he actually, in his interview with the Bills, brought in like all of the plays and all of the mistakes he made in college and gave them to like the people they were interviewing him. They were representing the Bills. And he's like, this is our scheme. These are the mistakes I made. I know what I can do better this time if I just give me give me the playbook. And then he got drafted in the first round. Great for that. And then they had a problem at running back. They didn't really have any. That was their one hole. That was their one hole. And then they drafted Dalvin Cook's brother, who had multiple 1,000-yard seasons at Georgia. So, boom. Solid pick, pick there. And then they got some wide receiver depth. They got Matariza. Who I think is the standout pick, the man who can literally punt eighty yards. Um, what round did they get that punter in? Do you remember? Sixth. Sixth. Like I said, Bills most com- most complete football team in the NFL. Carolina Panthers um, did not have a lot of draft capital, but I think with what they did with it, they did well. Which was see if Matt Corral is the guy. I think that's the standout pick um, because. Or Ikim Iwanu, Iquanu, I think it's Iquanu. Um, I like them not reaching on a quarterback in the first round and solidifying the offensive line for if they do do terribly next year and there's just a way more proven quarterback that they can draft. Overall, I give Carolina an A. What'd you give Buffalo? Uh, A plus. Um, Chicago. I'm so twisted on because early on they went secondary and then wide out 
And then in the later rounds, they addressed the offensive line and they had like the second worst offensive line and got their rookie Justin Fields killed. So, I mean, the fact that they took one, two, three tackles confuses me. It's like, you already took two tackles, why not take a guard? You already took one tackle, why not take a guard? Well, can some of them play multiple positions? I I mean, I'd assume so. That's why they took three tackles. But, like, on paper, it's, like, kind of scratching my head here. They also took a center. (laughs) It's like an entire offensive line. They took an entire offensive line in the later rounds. So, like, why not take the premium talent in the offensive line when you got your rookie quarterback killed in the earlier rounds? I mean, you could have done it in round two. I mean... We'll get to this in a second, but the Chargers got a quarter, uh, got a guard who could play all five positions on the offensive line, who was on the national championship winning Georgia Bulldogs, who played right tackle the whole year, and the Chargers got him in the sixth. Hmm. Go figure. Like, literally right after the Bears' first round, like first sixth round pick. But I, overall, I give the Bears um, B plus because who knows? Nobody knows how good any of the draft picks are until they step on the field and actually perform. Russell Wilson was a third-round pick. Tyreek Hill was a fifth-round pick. Everybody knows this one, but Tom Brady was a sixth-round pick. You never know until the field actually happens. Cincinnati Bengals, I'm just going to give them an A out of the gate. They were a more so complete football team except for their secondary and offensive line, which they immediately approved upon in the draft. And in free agency. So I think they did fine. I give them an A. Cleveland Browns, they lost a lot of their draft capital due to um, the Amari Cooper trade and the Deshaun Watson trade. But they did some trading back shenanigans and managed to snag another third rounder. So I think their standout pick is honestly David Bell from Purdue. He's more of a gadget guy, Swiss Army Knife type of deal, so I think they can use him for Deshaun in a lot of different ways. I give I give him a B. Dallas, everybody's talking about how they took a tackle from Tyler Smith from Tulsa and how, you know, there was probably there was better talent on the board. They probably could have taken somebody else. And then Jerry uh Jerry Jones was like to the media, like, we're gonna reveal our, our draft board just day one. You see he was up here. It's just me pointing to my hand at the top of a like I'm holding a list. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the Cowboys are gonna do cowboy things. It's what the Cowboys do. But I think overall they had a good draft. It it was solid, I give it a B. Standout pick is the Tulsa pick. Denver I hate to say it, had a pretty good draft. They are addressing the positions that they needed to, which was tight end because they traded away Noah Fant to Seattle. Um, And they also addressed edge and corner and just DBs in general. So I give them a B plus. Detroit Lions, I'm going to give them an A just off the bat because Aiden Hutchinson and Jamison Williams in the first round is just amazing. Then they went D-line again. Opposite of Hutchinson, then they got a really good safety, and they just they they had a great all around draft. So I give Detroit an A. It feels weird saying that because you know Detroit's Detroit. Um, Green Bay had I'd say like a 
good draft. It's like not great, but not bad. Um, is that a B? I'd say it's a B because they did get a wide receiver for uh, Aaron Rodgers and Christian Watson, who is very good. He's but a I don't. Freak. He's a freak. And but they and they also solidified the D line in the first two picks. So, and got a couple offensive linemen for depth. So I give I give them a B. Worst defense against the run. Yeah. The so last year, so kind of you know if you stop the run, you get the ball more time for Aaron. Yeah. And then you got Christian Watson. Um. <laughs> Kenyon Green. Um. That to that in a second. The Houston Texans under the Houston Texans, they take Derek Stanley and Kenyon Green in the first round. Kenyon Green instantly looks unhappy. Like his photo. When they like take his photo for like the when they're holding up their new new team jerseys and stuff with their last name on it, um, looks instantly unhappy. And if you look at his draft day reaction, he's just so melancholy, just so stone faced. Is he is he melancholy or is he just intense? Mm. He's from Sugarland. He's from I mean, he's from Houston. I mean, one, one of those Why things. Be happy? I think uh, Houston did a did a good job i mean houston's roster is just so full of holes that just any of i think this i think every single pick that they picked could start so i give houston a b plus all right indianapolis colts i give an a getting another target for matt ryan and alec pierce from cincinnati i think is a standout pick and then they and surprisingly there is a pick from from yale on this list ivy league Rodney Thomas the second safety never heard of him out of Yale of course you haven't because he plays at Yale shout out to Cade my cousin who uh, goes to Yale if you know Rodney Thomas the second Cade tell him I said hi because he's in he's an NFL player now and congratulations and congratulations um you're not drafted by the worst run team you're not you're not you're drafted by the Colts. They're not that bad. Oh, you're right. <laughs> On to Jacksonville. I said this in the first first draft evaluation. I'll say it again. Trayvon Walker was not a safe pick. It's Hayden Hutchinson, but he has a lot of upside, so it could work. And also grabbing Devin Lloyd in the first round as well was very good. And then they solidify the O line and secondary. For depth. I don't understand why they took a running back because you have ETN and James Robinson. His name is Snoop, though. So that might be the reason. That's got something to do with it. And his last name is Mississippi. So he's Snoop Mississippi. Might have taken him on the name. Kansas City. I hate to say it because. Draft grade? Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville's draft grade. I give him a B. I hate to say it, but Kansas City did well. But I still hate Kansas City. They did well. They did really good. More weapons. Freaking hate it. Um, they got Trent McDuffie is their standout pick because they lack um, corner at all, and getting a shutdown corner in Trent McDuffie will be great, followed up by edge cord George Karloftis, who is going to be on a D-line with Chris Jones and Frank Clark, which is absolutely disgusting. It's good, too, because it moves Chris Jones inside, and he's better inside. Yeah, because he's better as a D-tackle instead of an edge, but they had no edge rush, 
So he then allows Chris Jones to go into tackle mode. And then got their new wide receiver one in Sky Moore out of Western Michigan. I give Kansas City an A. Las Vegas Raiders. Eh. Like, it's 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 okay. It's not atrocious, but it's not bad. Um, is that a B-? They, what is that? I'd give them a C- minus because C-? they had literally Ooh. no draft capital to begin with. <laughs> and the Raiders are just historically bad at drafting. The Los Angeles Chargers. Um... I'd give them. I'd give them a B, and I say that because a steal in um, Jameer Slayer, Georgia lineman that I talked about earlier, and Isaiah Spiller, literally the best running back in this draft out of Texas A&M. Um, and I like the JT Woods pick because he's a. He's a freak athlete. He runs a 4-3, and he also has like a 40-inch vertical. Very tall freak. Uh, I'd criticize them on the fact that they took two defensive backs, one of which who was really just a returner. Um, What about the guard they took in the first round? Very good. Zion Johnson, best guard in the draft. So I think they did well on the offensive line, well on the secondary. They also took... The only fullback in the draft in Xander Hovath, who is a very good blocker and a running back fullback hybrid, I give them a B plus. Los Angeles Rams, they didn't have much draft capital to begin with, but they started off with an O-lineman because Andrew Wentworth retired. Makes so sense. they got to fill that void that he left. And then going corner because they lost one to free agency. I just forget his name. And then they they drafted some good depth in the secondary and a running back to challenge Cam Akers for running back one. I give them a C plus. Them like the Raiders, they had they had more draft capital than the Raiders. They just didn't have like any picks in the first two rounds, so it's hard to be impactful. Miami had even less picks than both of those teams with four because of the Tyreek Hill trade, because they absolutely sold their soul to Kansas City, which, if Tua proves not to be the guy, is going to cripple their franchise, I feel like, how Mitch did, where it's like they spent all that time on one quarterback believing that he could do something, and then he didn't. I feel like it'll be a similar situation. Um, If I'm right on this, I gotta send this to ESPN. (laughs) <laughs> like at the end of the season if I'm like dead right on this. But um they took they took a they took Skylar Thompson. That's standout pick I'd say. Kansas State took a quarterback who I would not be surprised if beats two of the starting job in day. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> week, preseason week one. <laughs> He's not that great at throwing. Carson Strong. Carson Strong has a bigger arm though. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I just love making fun of Tua. I noticed that. Um, he is, he's, he's very... People say he does have a noodle arm, but like myself, I like to rag on it sometimes. But if you do watch his Alabama tape, he can throw the ball very well. 
Um, on to the Minnesota Vikings, who did a lot of trading back. What's your, what was your... Uh, Miami, I, I'd give a C. Minnesota did a lot of trading back. They originally had the 12th pick and ended up selecting their first round pick at 32. So, and they say, and they had a very bad secondary, and they addressed that with the first two picks with Andrew Booth Jr. out of Clemson, and the safety, Lewis Klein out of Georgia, and I, they addressed and they addressed the O line. So I think solidifying the areas that they they plugged the holes that were there. So I give them a B plus. New England Patriots. Oh, New England. Oh, New England. Oh, New England. Cole Strange out of Chattanooga. Really? <laughs> it's like when Sean McVay clowns you about taking a tackle that you could have taken in the, like, the third round. Like, like, like you had McVay and... Uh, what's what's the name of the... Their GM. I don't, GM. I don't know who it was. I don't remember. I can't remember either. But... They were like sitting in California, you know, just vibing like mm-hmm. at their draft house. And they're like, Cole Strange, we studied his tape thinking we could take him at 100 or whatever, like whenever they were picking. It's like, you could have taken like, uh, what pick were they, 29? You could have taken like Sky Moore or like Christian Watson, giving Mac Jones a real weapon and taking Cole Strange a round or two later. But instead, Dead, you missed out on that opportunity. But Bill does turn nobodies into somebodies, so we can never say what's going to happen until it really happens. That's kind of with the draft. And then they, their standout pick, other than Cole Strange, I'd say would be Bailey Zappi, which, hell of a name. Um, He had 62 touchdowns and 6,000 yards. He had Madden rating, like Madden stats. Um, but he played in like a nobody league. That's why he wasn't drafted in the first round. Quarterback out of Western Kentucky. Because they need a new, they need a quarterback. Yeah. Um. No, I, I think it's because they don't have a backup because Brian Hoyer is getting very old. Like Forty. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna retire soon, so they need a new Brian Hoyer. Um. I think that the Patriots had a C plus because other than the Cole Strange pick, it's not. As terrible as everybody is out to be, it's just the media likes to rag on certain little things. Like if somebody does something different, they're like, that's bad. Oh no. We didn't predict him to do this on our mock drafts. (laughs) Bill Belichick back at it again. Oh, it must be his dog drafting. Okay, on to the New Orleans Saints. Um, Off the bat, I'd give them... I'd give them an A because they got a wide receiver to put opposite of Michael Thomas, who's coming back next year, in Chris Olave. And then they got their Teron, Teron Armstead replacement in Trevor Penning. So I give them an A. The New York football Giants, I also give an A because Kayvon Thibodeau, I actually said that correctly, I'm surprised. Nice and job. Evan Neal within solid. the top 10 is just solid because those are franchise cornerstones off the bat. And then getting a, uh, a speed threat and Wandale Robinson out of Kentucky also surprised us at that correctly. Uh, overall, good depth. And also getting, uh, they got a tight end, which was Evan Ingram's replacement. I give them an A. New York Jets, I'm just going to say A-plus off the bat um, because 
uh, if you're paying any attention to draft media, you will know that the Jets had a phenomenal draft um, in grabbing Amon Sauce Gardner. I love how his nickname, Sauce, is just so popular to the dang point where people are just like cutting Amon out of his name and just putting Sauce there instead of it. So like even in this Bleacher Report thing, it says Amon Sauce Gardner. Like is it like actually part of his name? I actually don't know if it's actually on his birth certificate. But that's something we could research. That's that's something I gotta look up. Uh, and then Garrett Wilson also they got uh, somebody to put opposite of Elijah Moore and they got a shutdown corner and then they got Jermaine Johnson all in the first round. Which GM of the Jets making magic? I give him an A plus. Philadelphia Eagles A plus off the bat because they get Jordan Davis, which is going to be their Fletcher Cox replacement once he retires. Um, Those two in the middle it just seems scary to me. It's going to be for one year probably, but yeah, it's still scary. Um, and also trading for A.J. Brown in round one as well. Devontae Smith tearing up the field with route running and A.J. Brown in the corner of the end zone on the 50-50 ball with Miles Sanders in the backfield and also, the read option for Jalen Hurts to take off running is actually scary. Actually terrifying. Uh, I think the Eagles could really do anything they want. It's just a matter of them getting in their own way. I mean, they did win a Super Bowl, what, five, six years ago? Um, I give them an A-. Pittsburgh, on to the Pittsburgh Steelers, I give them an A because they, they, they selected Kenny Pickett in the first round, so clearly they think he's that guy, and... Um, because, uh, Mike Tomlin and Kenny Pickett both are in Pittsburgh because Kenny Pickett went to the university of Pittsburgh. They met in real life and they were, and, uh, Mike Tomlin was very pumped about Kenny Pickett and they hugged each other, had a nice exchange. And then they got George Pickens in the second round, which was a steal. He only slid that far due to character issues. I did some research and I saw some of those character issues. It's mainly just him being a bad sport. And getting into fights and stuff, which, if, which, if Mike Tomlin can put up with Antonio Brown for like six, seven years, then he can put up with George Pickens. <laughs> and he probably learned something from that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also stealing Calvin Austin in the fourth, which is a, as a speed threat. Uh, I cannot wait to hear Kenny Pickett to Pickens touchdown Steelers. That's going to be freaking hilarious um and and pickens and calvin austin and chase claypool and deontay johnson that's already a really good receiving core that's very young basically all on rookie contracts Najee harris and Najee harris also on a rookie contract and your quarterback is now also on a rookie everybody on that offense except the line is on rookie contracts very good job by the steelers i give them an a san francisco 49ers um, they keep taking a D lineman like every time they with their first draft pick. Um, acting like Robert Sala is still their defensive coordinator. Well, but if you have a if you have four people that can rush the passer, that's yeah. pretty much the hallmark. Yeah, of but it's the Super not Bowl. it's not it's not the same. What I'm saying is it's not going to be the same production. But they did go very far based off of that defense last year, as they have since 2019, um, Nick Bosa's rookie year. 
And then the the thing that really stands out to me is the fact that they took, um, they also took Mister Irrelevant, but we'll get to that in a second. The fact that they took Tyron Davis Price out of LSU, who is a running back. Um, people are really criticizing this pick, but if I'm a Niners fan, I think I'm fine with it. One because if if you get Debo back, he does not want to be in the backfield. Um. I don't even remember if Raheem Mostert is on the Niners. I'm pretty sure he is, but that man is, like, made of glass. A lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. And they also have Trey Sermon, who they took out of Ohio State last year. So having a healthy running back room, like having a lot of running backs is never a bad thing because it's the most relate. It's the position that gets hit hard a lot, and it's also one of the most replaceable. And they took Mr. Irrelevant in Brock Purdy, which, (laughs) great name. Iowa State quarterback. (laughs) Brock Purdy. I don't know why. It's just the Purdy part. The Purdy part. What does it make you think of? I'm thinking it's like when you replace Pretty with Purdy. I just think it's really funny. Uh, I give them a B. Seattle. We're getting close. We're 29 of 32. Um... I think Seattle had a good draft, not reaching on a quarterback like Carolina, solidifying the offensive line like Carolina, and just building that defense, running back room. The reason why Russ left was because Pete Carroll wants the Seattle Seahawks to be a run-first team, and that's what they did by selecting Kenneth Walker in the second. So they're just full rebuild mode. I give them a B. I give them a B plus. I think they did fine. Tampa Bay. Um enforcing the defensive line because I think Vita Vea is not going to be there anymore. No, he's going to be there. Really? But they're not sure. Sue. Oh, yeah. I, I knew one of the two, one of their two very big defensive tackles, defensive linemen, because they're both older. Vea's not as old as Sue. Sue's pretty old. So, yeah. That, uh, Logan Hall out of Houston. And then, because they lost a lot of interior linemen, uh, they drafted one in the second. I think overall... Good draft. It's, it was good. It was bad. It was good. They give it a B. Tennessee. Very interesting. Because they clearly, and I want to talk about this, they clearly did not want to pay A.J. Brown because for some reason the Jacksonville Jaguars decided to set the wide receiver market at a ridiculously high margin by, and I said this in another episode, paying a receiver in Christian Kirk that does not deserve that amount of money. And then the ante just kept being upped and upped yep. and upped. Yep. So A.J. Brown was obviously asking for a lot of money, and they were like, no, we're just going to replace you with somebody who can do the same thing in Traylon Burks and shift him to Philadelphia. And then Philadelphia paid him accordingly because Philadelphia actually has the money to do that because their quarterback and their wide receiver are on rookie contracts. I think them getting a shutdown corner and Roger McCreary and from Auburn and Traylon Burks is a great pick. My surprise pick for Tennessee was them do picking Malik Willis because they did not inform Tannehill that they were picking Malik Willis, whereas the Steelers, Mitch was already informed that they were going to take Kenny Pickett. Yeah, but how, how much advance notice did they have with regards to picking Malik? Like I mean, They may have not have thought he was actually going to be on the board. Well, like you can... What, they had 10 minutes? Yeah, but like... You can tell. You could maybe tell him, hey, we might pick him if he's still there. Like, like it could be they had 
They had two they had two thir- third round picks, one at 69 and one at 86. So if say the team before them at 86, which is where they picked Malik, isn't a quarterback team and they're just on the clock, they can be like, "Hey Tannehill, we are going to take Malik Willis with our pick." But they didn't do that. Gotcha. Tannehill was clearly pissed about that. He was also probably he was also clearly pissed about AJ being traded. So I think if they develop Malik properly, he's the physical attributes to be great. I think overall, I give them an A. Um, Washington. This is the last team we will be reviewing in the Washington Commanders. That's good because there's only 32. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that name still. I don't like it. The all black uniforms are good though. Uh, they started off with John Dotson, who really cool story that came out today. Um, he was going to come to, to mini camp, um, because he got drafted, but his graduation was the same day. And Ron Rivera said, no, graduation is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You have a ton of practices to come to afterwards. Go to your graduation. Love Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. Great guy. Cancer survivor. Many applaud to him. Um, I think overall they had a, they had a good draft and they also, uh, drafted Sam Howell, which is the surprise pick, because I I knew they were gonna go wide receiver. So Sam Howell, as like a security blanket behind if Carson Wentz gets injured, which he probably will. He's got a track I, record of that. Yeah, he was not the same since his rookie year. It was a torn ACL. Then he like broke his back or something, so, yeah, like really hurt his back, and then Philly decided to pay him a four year deal after that. So like, and apparently he's he's a bit of a problem. Yeah, like, they, yeah, they said in Indy he wasn't coachable, and then the commanders were like, we'll trade for him. And then she, the Colts got, like, a third-round pick out of him, and I'm like, if you're the Colts, then then you use that draft capital to get Matt Ryan, and you're like, I'll take it. I'll take it. I think it's an upgrade. Yeah. I give the commanders a C+. Uh, that concludes our evaluation for all 32 teams and their draft grades of the NFL 2022 draft in Las Vegas. Talk to y'all next time. Everybody have a great night.